Seven minutes to nine. This is Money Talk with James Ross, and let's turn to our view uh, from Australia. Very p- pleased to be joined on the line from Melbourne uh, by Kerry Craig, Global Market Strategist at JP Morgan Asset Management. Uh, good morning, Kerry. How's Melbourne this morning? Uh, good morning, James. Uh, it's an absolutely beautiful day here today in Melbourne. Spring day, I guess. And, uh, you know, across the world in Jackson Hole, uh, some of the, the glitterati uh, around the Fed are assembling in, uh, in Jackson Hole uh, to discuss what's going on and what's likely for interest rates. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, looking at it from Australia? Uh, well, certainly, well, uh, Governor Lowe is going to be attending. No speech from him this time around, but I think he'll get um, some backup in terms of his relatively hawkish views from the other presenters, um, Jerome Powell, uh, President Lagarde from the ECB. Uh, I think that the near term, they won't change their view around a need to keep rates uh, tighter to make sure inflation is going away. But I think the, the big implications for markets will be around whether there's any changing views on just how high interest rates need to be in the future, given the, the theme around this year's Jackson Hole is around structural changes in the global economy. So higher rates for longer might be what we hear out of the, from the, in the meetings over the next couple of days. Well, let's wait and see. I mean, closer to home, latest PMI data showing a cooling economy. Uh, how much do you think that will guide um, next month's uh, RBA uh, decision? I think the, the RBA is pretty much uh, going to be on hold next month. It's not just the, the PMI numbers. I think there's a, a weaker correlation between those numbers and, and the growth we see in the economy compared to the PMI numbers relative to other markets such as the Eurozone. But there's definitely a downshift in momentum if we look at how the consumer is behaving in terms of confidence numbers or retail sales numbers. And we've also seen a shift down in the, the labour market with an uptick in the unemployment rate. I think that's enough to keep the RBA on hold at its next meeting in terms of thinking about those very long and variable lags they have from all the policy tightening that's happened to date. Uh, and they'll be watching for you know further inflation figures, whether it's the monthly number that comes out next week uh, or the quarterly data that we get uh, in the months ahead. But the RBA has surprised us before, haven't they? They have. They haven't been one to be swayed by the markets so much, and they've been committed to keeping that inflation uh, target in terms of getting back down underneath the 3% band. But we're we're seeing those inflationary, disinflationary pressures, excuse me, come through in Australia to a degree. Uh, and so I think that a tra- downward trajectory is definitely where inflation is heading. It's just about whether those pressures are moving fast enough for the RBA. They've certainly not said they're going to be cutting rates anytime too soon, really pushing back on that idea, which is sort of what's feeding into the US at the moment. So I think it'll be a case of, of keeping the, the foot firmly on, on the brake when it comes to rates, but not actually indicating they're probably going to go any tighter. It's all about the data dependency of central banks these days. Um, looking at the property market, you know, that's obviously uh, a, a benefactor or not of these decisions. What's the mood in property, would you say, at the moment, uh, uh, Craig? Yeah, the property's been an interesting one. I think there's been some calling for, you, you know, very large declines earlier in the year in terms of the impact that rates would have on, on the property market. That hasn't transpired. In fact, you know, prices at the national level have been stabilizing, if not going up month on month for the last few months. And so that, that decline from peak is, is now close to 6% rather than the 9% that it was, uh, and much, much less than sort of calls for 15 or 20% declines in house prices. So for us, it's not really thinking about um, a rebound in the property market. I think it's more a case of thinking about a stabilization that's come into the market 
some of the supply of housing having been removed has helped keep prices and auction clearance rates a little bit more steady than they perhaps would have been. But I think as we come into the summer months, you'll see more of that supply come through. Um, some of that upward movement on prices start to flatten out a little bit. And I think the importance for us is that, you know, that weakness that so much feeds into the wealth effect on consumers is probably not going to get any worse. You know, households are still dealing with the impact of resetting mortgages over um, this quarter and into next quarter, and that is going to still create a drag on discretionary spending. So uh, I think we're skirting around the fact that the housing market has not been as bad as expected, and we're seeing stabilisation there rather than thinking about a, a rebound at this point. Just before we go, just a quick look perhaps at some of the other sectors that uh, you're maybe fancying at the moment. You know, what, what's interesting? Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, sort of uh, doom and gloom when it comes to Australia. Um, you know, many forecasters out there calling for a recession in, in the Australian market. Obviously, uh, our largest trading partner is not doing very well at the moment, so that can have a bit of a downshift on the growth outlook. Uh, but for us, it's a case of thinking about the positives coming through. We still have uh, very good positive net migration, which is feeding into some of the concerns around the housing market, but also helping lift aggregate demand in the economy. Um, that should feed through into helping some of the the, the consumer discretionary names in terms of the sector outlook for the market. Um, we're also thinking about the benefit that's flowing through uh, and towards some of the industrials, given that we've had a resumption in uh, business travel uh, and obviously a lot of the airlines reporting very good numbers this week. Uh, and we're thinking about the benefit of that continuing to go through. So there's definitely opportunities mm. there. And then we are going to be a little bit more defensive and think about the, the utilities and the dividend yield you're getting off that at the moment as being relatively attractive. So we think about dividends being a bigger component of total returns in a soft economic environment. Okay, cool. Well, thank you very much, uh, Kerry Craig, Global Market uh, Strategist at JP Morgan Asset Management, uh, with his view from Australia. Have a great weekend.